Alrighty, we are recording now. Welcome to Edging with Trash and Monk. I'm Trash. And I'm Monk. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> I think we uh I think we we did the intro. If my name's second, I think you're gonna be the one that has to intro the show. I think we're starting this from now on. You're always doing the intros because I don't want to. I'm doing the intros? Forever. Okay, I can do intros. <laughs> I'm good at intros. What can I say? Uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, God, my sound, my soundboard isn't set up. I can't do the thing. Oh, I don't think it would show up in the recording anyway. Uh, maybe it would, actually. I don't know. Let's see if it, let's see if it makes it in. I, I can't. It, it doesn't give me the option. Oh, we're yeah. in the stage, so there's the no fun allowed yeah. one. Welcome, everybody. No fun allowed in the stage. Sad. Uh, <laughs> hi, everybody. It's uh, uh, We're edging. Uh, you're here with uh, Brian Trash uh, and... Uh, Monk of Cursed, uh, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we're here to get, we're here to do a little bit of edging. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. what what is edging? Uh, Brian edging Trash. is this uh, uh, is this like this uh, kind of uh, sexual denial? Oh wait, we're talking about movies. My bad. Um, so we're watching, wait. What's uh, the other thing? I don't know. Google it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Google it on your own time. Okay. Okay. I'm doing that right now. You, you. All right. Oh, oh, mm. oh. Uh, yeah. Mm. We're uh, we're gonna be talking about uh, movies. Though. We're we, uh, Monk, Monk, and I do do, and uh, several other people watch watch a lot of movies uh, together as a in a pile and like kind of a puddle of people. Don't talk we about talk the pile. About, Don't uh, bring up the fucking pile on the podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry for my transgressions. I know. Uh, and uh, yeah, we watch these movies, Edgelord movies, a, a category that is more of a vibe than it is anything else. Something that, uh, you know, w- battles have been fought over. Yeah. And by battles, I mean people yelling at each other in Discord calls, um, talking about what is an Edgelord movie. Uh, and w- we have a pretty good idea of what that is. Um, you know, if there's katanas, there's camp, if there's vampires and or werewolves, if there's, there's new metal, if, or if there could be new metal, but there isn't, or if, there could, <laughs> if the new metal would fit, if, if there's, it's not if, there. yeah, if, if you can tell yeah. that someone wanted to put a new metal track in and then some fucking, uh, fat cat Hollywood executive said, you can't have corn in our movie about werewolves. <laughs> you can't put a limp biscuit in here. Well, you put I mean, a soggy biscuit in first. there, but not a, not a limp one. Yeah, no. But <laughs> actually, no, you can't put the soggy biscuit in there either because we're all edging. So no one's going to make the biscuit yeah, soggy. No biscuit soggy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking about uh, about movies on this podcast, and uh, uh, the one of the big things is that uh, you know we try and do this in one setting, so there's going to be blemishes, uh, and if you don't. If that's not for you, uh, I understand, Listen, but it, it, I think it's good. Podcasting, I think it's good to have some blemishes in a podcast. Podcasting is like jazz. Sometimes it just sounds like shit, and it's your fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's your fault. We're not okay. getting it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to be like, all the time. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, so we're, we're going to be talking about a movie today, near and dear to our hearts. One of the 
one of the pinnacles of the edgelord genre. The craw. Uh, the craw. The craw. <laughs> uh, no, 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 the crow. You know the, you know that movie. You've probably seen that movie before. I have not seen Maybe that not. movie. You have not seen. I that have movie. not seen that movie. Whoa. Whoa. We, we didn't did. just watch it. Right? Yeah, we definitely didn't just watch the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, we didn't watch the whole movie. <laughs> My favorite part about here. the craw. Um, yeah. Definitely, definitely the cheesy one-liners. I think I think the craw has a has a. I'm gonna stop calling it now. The crow. As a mm-hmm. special place in my heart for all of the people saying you're a steam ass or whatever the fuck throughout the whole mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> yeah, hearing somebody get called a steam head <laughs> by somebody who's like uh, ostensibly uh, on some sort of injectable heroin. Yeah, uh, you know, and just got just got shot in the leg and going steam head. Like what yeah. is happening? Who wrote this movie? There's so many, so many lines like that that sounded really cool in someone's head, and then um, the director, I'm assuming, I haven't looked any, anything up as to the production of the movie, but what I'm assuming happening is uh, like they were maybe going to do some reshoots or something, but I guess something must have happened on set during the production of yeah. The Crow that made that really difficult. I'm not really, I'm not mm. really sure what it may have been. Uh, yeah, no <laughs> idea what could have happened on set there. Um... Yeah, yeah, you know. At least it, nobody died. You just go ahead and it's just uh, yeah, yeah. nobody died. <laughs> it's a movie. Like they're all very safe. There's yeah, no problems that real. happen in movies ever. Um, yeah, except for that one time with Alec Baldwin. Oh yeah, well that was murder. That was premeditated. That was just that was just premeditated. <laughs> Alec Baldwin had beef with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. So the the crow, um, the 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 ballad of Eric D. Raven, um, as he goes through the city, uh, avenging, uh, of, just fully avenging, right? Fully avenging, uh, fully edging, fully. Edging. Uh, he's got his he's got his Joker makeup. He's got his leather trench coat. He is yeah. He is ready to to be a little edge lord, but you know what's you know what's stopping him from edging? It's all these fucking goons out in the street. <laughs> They're gooning out in the streets. This is a very goon coded movie. I think there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of. So what do you want me to do with this one, boss? In the movie, and then they uh-huh. uh, look over to the to Dracula. Who's making out with his sister or whatever the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's, the for some reason, uh, for some reason, uh, incest couple yeah. uh, is is <laughs> in charge of all crime in the city, which is I you know a powerful choice. Yeah, I really do. I really do appreciate that. Uh, yeah, I, and they you know they've decided uh, that they have the the gangs running around in this. Uh, apocalyptic vision of Detroit that only a Reaganite could really uh, come up with, uh, and yeah, I just thought it was uh, you know it's it's very it's very it's very super predator. You know what I mean? Like it's the, very the uh, it's of, very Dateline. <laughs> yeah, it's very Dateline. I uh, and it's it's wild just seeing all these all these characters like you know they're like, oh and then Eric Draven like. Some wimpy ass guitarist who 
I don't know if you've ever listened to the music they made for the movie. They made they put together one song to be played by what's the name of the band again? Hangman's Joke. Hangman's Joke. It's not good. I I love that it's like, oh yeah, this is like we've created a a movie about this guitarist in a band and they put so little effort. He, or maybe they put I think a lot he, of effort and it just sucked. But, you know. Yeah, it literally sounds like it's like some guy in a bar's cover band for The Cure. And, uh... Yeah. <laughs> that rules that it's so bad, but, um... It's bad. <laughs> it's not very good. Yeah. I'm gonna be defending also, everything that happens in this movie that's bad by saying, no, actually it rules. But, yeah, it is. it is a... It is a fucking, like... It is not meant to be listened to outside of the movie. We'll say that. I think they have. I think they literally have like thirty seconds of it play in one scene, and uh, just so that they can have the line that they have as the tagline of the movie for some reason. It can't rain all the time, which is like maybe not really <laughs> that deep of a message. Yeah, it can't. <laughs> it doesn't. Congratulations. It, doesn't. it, it just. It just doesn't. Uh, yeah, it's a it's one of those things that it feels kind of weird. And it's like, yeah, I get that if he says that, you know, the kid will hear it and turn around and be like, oh, wow, you're actually Eric. But like, um, also, you could have picked a better line. You could have picked like, yeah. you could have picked like, don't jerk your shit. You'll go to hell. <laughs> yeah. Or like, or like. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Uh, not not even once. Nancy Reagan. That's that was uh, my actual favorite part of the movie is the scene that I think I think you're segueing into right here, where they uh, they squirt the the morphine out of her trachosi. <laughs> yeah, her her trachosis just coming. They're just coming. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, they make a lot of choices in this movie. They really do. They really do. Uh, and I love all the flashbacks that are looking at Eric Draven and Eric Draven. Oh, sorry. Eric D. Raven. I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah. Uh, and he's just, he's just not like the goth. Like he's not the goth we want, but he's the goth. we Yeah. Need. He's not a, the, he's not a goth, right? Uh, in all his things. It's like he's wearing like floral print and like looking like this fucking normal ass dude, normal like stay off drugs kids kind of dude. And then he's getting married. They do these things that are like vaguely goth coded where he's like, oh, yeah, babe, I set up a bunch of candles in the attic to try and burn down the house we live in. Um, That's where I'm going to I'm going to propose to you. And it's like the candles. Sure, it's kind of goth coded, but like. It never really turns into that. He's not. He's not that until he dies, and then comes back a year later. Uh, well, he spent a, a year a in mime. hell. He spent a year in hell, Brian. How and that does make you? That does make you goth. That's true. Then hell, That's all true. they have is they have. Uh, they play. Bella Lugosi's dead on like a like a constant loop, and that's that's how he turned into. They like Clockwork Orange his eyes open while playing the Cure. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't know some other goth shit. <laughs> I'm not a goth either. I'm not a nerd, so <laughs> I don't know what the actual yeah, goth yeah. shit is. There's only one band, and it's uh, it's and the it's Cure the and uh, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Cure's a pop band. Um, and Bauhaus is the only goth band. Yeah, but that's what they only have. Mime School, The Fighting Pit, 
and Bella Lugosi's Dead playing on repeat. That is what hell is. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, hell doesn't sound so bad. I'm, I'm just saying. But, uh, you know, I could go to mime school. You think it rains all the time in hell? I think it probably rains all the time. I hell. thought it couldn't rain all the time. Well, it, on Earth. <laughs> but hell's a different story, bud. In hell, Satan's pissing on you. And that's rain. That's what they call rain, is Satan's piss. Do you think Satan's piss is actually, like, calm as well? Do you think Satan's piss gets you high? Do you think there's LSD in Satan's piss? Yeah, you're just having, like, <laughs> the worst trip of your life. That's what's actually happening. You get, the, you get a golden shower have I told from you, Satan. And... Have I told you about my idea about how we should, uh, how we should uh, do surgeries from now on? I'm terrified to hear this, but what we uh, should... no, I haven't. <laughs> what they should do is they should have an option to, if you're going in for like a procedure and they're putting you under, you can have your traditional option of like going under, or you can have like uh, like hard mode where they just load you up with psychedelics and give you no painkillers and strap you down and you have the worst trip of your life while you're getting your like appendix removed or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds based. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I personally would probably go for the painkillers, but uh, but I do appreciate the option to uh, have the worst day of my life. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? Anytime you have a bad day after that, you could at least think like, well, maybe I w- maybe this isn't so bad compared to if I had said yes to the to the salvia surgery (laughs) (laughs) oh my god the salvia surgery that'd be so rough oh look time's time's dilating into a really cool way oh no what's they what are they gonna do with that scalpel (laughs) they pull like they pull like your organs around me oh my god (laughs) it does like that smear thing And then you wake, and then you come back from it, and nothing has happened yet. Yeah, yeah. That that's. I think that's I think uh, Joe Biden should make this a reality uh, today. Hey, I, we're this, starting the petition. Okay. Yeah, okay. Folks. Change.org. Uh, look for it there, and maybe something will happen. I don't know. Maybe someone will put that there. I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not fucking around with that. <laughs> I don't want them getting my address. <laughs> Never. What was your so? Don't, the best that? part of the movie, definitely the drugs, um, and the how Eric does not like them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> how Eric is ontologically uh-huh. opposed to them. What is the mm-hmm. uh, what is the second best part of the movie? What's what's some other the- strong themes in there? I guess the the Reaganite aspects about how they really are intent on like pitching you this idea of like there's like l- l- little goblins everywhere <laughs> trying to like yeah. start fires and shit on Devil's Night because there's anarchists yeah. all over the streets. <laughs> there's it's like there's it's like. I think the really interesting thing is if you think about the world that this is happening in, you you've got like, oh yeah, we've got uh we've got Devil's Night happening. But Devil's Night uh is explicitly uh not just people going around burning buildings. Uh that it is actually painted as that, but in fact, it is the work of criminals. Who are uh, who are using it as a way to 
uh, burn to like clear clear parts of the city uh, for a. It's actually unclear, but it's kind of hinted at that they're trying to do uh, like land development, right? They underdevelop that to such a degree that you just can't say for sure. No, right? another another thing that maybe the hypothetical reshoots would have addressed, maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah. It, it, it's like, oh yeah, well we were we were uh, hearing complaints, and so we sent uh, our slumlord asses went over there and uh, did some extreme violence, some fucking real clockwork orange violence on the on uh, this this couple and it's just like okay uh cartoonishly evil right yeah it, and they go and are are doing this they they literally walk in with a piece of paper being like i hear you had some complaints they walk in with the printed out change.org petition and they're like what are you, what's this say about uh roaches in yeah. the building <laughs> Yeah, it's like a normal landlord would yeah. just leave like a uh, like a cow's head on the porch or something yeah. like that. But like they're like, oh well, uh, you know, we're just gonna actually go and murder these people. It's like, okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, these are the people who are doing Devil's Night too, though. And so it's all part of this like this like real estate conspiracy going on in Detroit, and that's that's in the Motor City, baby. Uh, did, by the way, did you catch the name of the leader of the of the the gangsters? Um, I know T Bird. I don't catch. You mean like the the sister fucker? And we're not. Yeah, I'm not uh, joking about that. By the way, I'm, the the incest thing sounds like a bit, but no, that is his sis. He is like literally constantly like licking. There's a lot of licking in this movie, and yeah. uh, no better example of the licking than the the wholesome licking of a brother and his sister. <laughs> in the eyes of god <laughs> yeah i even the even the fucking like pawn store pawn shop guy was like was like oh like what what's going on with y'all and and he's like oh yeah well that's my sister <laughs> yeah and the, and the pawn shop guy's like what <laughs> <laughs> i love that pawn shop guy by the way i don't know who that actor is i feel like i've seen him in a few things but uh yeah Classic pawn shop guy actor. Yeah, there is. It is definitely some of these Edgelord movies. Uh, I'm not going to name any names because I can't remember any. Some of them are stacked with like real people in them, and it's very <laughs> funny when you see someone who's like a real actor in this movie about uh, like guys with katanas slicing down I don't know motorcycles <laughs> too, yeah, <laughs> or whatever the fuck. Yeah, but but anyways, the leader of the gang. Uh, is named Top Dollar. Damn. Top uh, Dollar, you say? Is yeah. His, is I, his sister like, named Bottom Dollar? <laughs> no, his sister named Micah. <laughs> Micah Dollar. Micah Dollar. <laughs> yeah, like, most of these people just don't have... I'm Like, of the people in this that have real names, there's just so few. They fucking... They point that out in the movie, too, right? Like, the... Yeah. Eric is... Uh, Having like he's interrogating the pawn shop guy early on in the movie, and mm -hmm. he hears all their names, and he starts screaming about how it's a jolly band of pirates or whatever the fuck. That was really mm -hmm. good. Yeah. <laughs> Another example of uh, the movie being so stupid it's cool, and that's that's I think really I think the the primary 
cohesive element that really holds the movie together is just this yeah. uh, unwavering dedication to being as dumb as fucking possible at all times. <laughs> and I, yeah, I, I really the, respect that, personally. <laughs> they're just like, oh yeah, this guy? Uh, what's his name? Oh, fun boy. <laughs> like, you can't be for real. You can't be fucking for real at that. Oh yeah, this guy? This guy that throws knives? He throws knives? Tintin? Oh. What it, did you get that from a fucking children's book? Like, <laughs> really? There's also uh. the the speaking of guys, known guys, um, the cop in the movie. That that's another. Um, mm-hmm. Ernie Hudson. Ernie by the Hudson. Way. That's the name of the guy. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's in everything. He's he's uh, he's. I think. Uh, I think he came out of the womb and someone put a little police cap on him and it was like, oh, yeah. how cute. <laughs> He's walking around his apartment in the movie with a police hat on. And Erica gets there and is like, you still have your hat on. And he's like, oh, yeah. I think you said something while we were watching it. You said, like, do they think we would forget who he is. And I think uh, yeah. some people may have, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know... Maybe that's it's, maybe that's uh, the one reshoot they did is they put it they filmed it in front of test audiences and they're like I don't know who this guy is can you put a hat on him or something so I can tell his <laughs> occupation and relevance to the movie because <laughs> you put all these other things in the scene you put a basketball yeah. you put a trombone <laughs> these things but they they don't that's that doesn't refer to his character in any way yeah it's just okay we got a we got some items that you would put in a scene to like identify a character a lot of the time yeah and they're just like "Ah, you know we'll throw them in there it's like like in all those movies where you see a guy is holding a basketball and then you're like oh that's the basketball guy and you can recognize him by him just holding the basketball movie long yeah like that he likes basketball (laughs) yeah with a cop hat and they they were like okay yeah we better have a cop hat on him in every scene so no one gets confused I'm like, oh my god! I actually don't know. Was this based on a uh, like a comic book or anything like it that? It was based on a comic book. Uh, I don't know anything mm. about the comic book other than he's not a musician in the comic book. He's a mechanic, but he's got like band posters <laughs> in his shop. Yeah, that'd be way better. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know why they decided to make him a fucking uh, to make him like this. Yeah. Well, I mean, he still he still uh, he still turns into a, a gothel edgy boy after dying because that's just what hell does to you. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think may- maybe mechanic is a better choice. Something that like the because uh, I think a really core element of this movie because there's you've got your uh, you've got your scheming criminals right, uh, and you mm-hmm. have your uh, you have your uh, drugged up degenerates but the third reaganite faction that needs to be addressed that isn't in the movie at all is a blue collar i guess albrecht the cop is kind of fits into this yeah but like blue collar working americans where the hot dog guy never mind the hot dog guy is hot dog guy (laughs) yeah hot dog guy and the bartender yeah those the the lovable bartender there are some real uh real motor city uh salt of the earth people in this movie now that i think about it i kind of forgot about them because they don't really mm -hmm. it's it's hard to compete with like the guy who's like sucking all over his sister's ear or whatever the fuck yeah. But <laughs> those are so they they do a really good job too. Like they're they're not just like yeah. 
sort of in the background. They do have their moments, and they do they do have lines, and they deliver the lines, etc. <laughs> they got their speaking roles, you know. They got that. They got the money. They got the money. They got their speaking roles, you know. Yeah. And that's a that's a beautiful thing. Uh, also, I do love uh, how uh, over the course of the movie. Albrecht just gets more and more disillusioned with the force. Yeah. And ends up ends up suspended and like <laughs> obviously breaking the law by helping Eric Draven and like uh oh and then the the portrayal of cops throughout the movie just gets more and more cartoonishly like look at these dumb fucks. Uh and I love that. You they, know you uh, can't legally call this stuff cream. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I got this this fake cream. What what is this fake creamer to put in my coffee? Yeah, given his and then, type five, the squad. Yeah, there. and then but he got that he got paid, so you know, good for him. <laughs> but also, uh, then they then they uh, they drive off to go chase the, the chase the car, uh, uh, fucking uh, T Bird's car, and he, hey, quick question. He just pours coffee all over himself. And it's like, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, shit made me laugh. Oh god. Yeah, that was extremely good. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of clips in this movie like, that are like that, really funny. That's the same cop that's always saying "what the crap" in the movie, right? Where he's like, he like <laughs> spills so, coffee yeah. and he goes, "what the crap," and then later, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Quick god. question, T Bird. Mm-hmm. Is he driving around a Thunderbird? Is that his thing? Is that his car is a Thunderbird, and that's why he's called T-Bird? You know, that would make sense. Uh, I don't know anything about cars. I don't know anything about so... cars either. That's the problem. Is we uh, real blind spot of the podcast is if we need to talk about cars or like sports. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we just aren't those people, and that's and that's great for us actually yeah, I'm, I'm completely happy with that i'm completely fine um, with not knowing anything about these things i think uh yeah i think if you do know things about these things then uh you need to reevaluate your life maybe uh maybe maybe touch some plastic on your uh keycaps a little bit yeah <laughs> come on take all the keys <laughs> i don't mean music either fuck tickle that. them That's ivories weird. start start uh start playing around <laughs> on your uh your honky-tonk piano <laughs> Yeah, you know what would have been a good thing for for Michael D. Raven to be into if he had like, like a guitar, uh, if he was like a new wave guy ooh, instead of a that goth would have been guy. Pretty good. <laughs> I think it would have been really good if that he was like an organist at like a at like a church good. though. That would have been good. Yeah, that would have been good. I like mechanic because then you can link that up with like, oh yeah, I'm like a mechanic that's just really into music. I'm like a music fan, right? Yeah. Uh, and then and then you have all these like little things that he ends up doing where it's just like, oh, yeah, uh, I know how to fuck with T-Bird's car because I'm a mechanic. Yeah. and I know how to work on an old T-Bird. OK, yeah, like you could you can get some nice little things in there. Right. They didn't. Uh, they chose to go with a absolutely ridiculous just story. To have him steal a but... guitar from the pawn shop and just play it on the rooftop from time to time. <laughs> yeah, I wonder just if that was part of the contract. Maybe part of Brandon Lee's contact contract to just be like, oh, yeah, um, I need to have a song for the movie. <laughs> yeah, to, to that would, jumpstart that... his uh, his music career. I guess it didn't really work for him, though, because I mean, I don't I don't think he's signed to a label now or, or anything like that. Yeah, like, no, it didn't take off. Uh, didn't take off as a musician afterwards. Yeah. So uh, I wonder why they might know, have been. That's, you know. 
It's a one of those great mysteries in life. One of those great mysteries. You just don't know what happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, there's that they they call it the velvet curtain, right? You're not allowed to see what happened behind the scenes on these movies. Um, they call don't it the fourth Google IMDb. Wall. <laughs> <laughs> they call it the fourth wall. They call it the uh, the actually the first wall. It's the one behind everyone, so you can't see the little little goblins running around making the gears yeah. go. It's called a set. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, uh, fucking. Oh, I forgot to mention this at all. But going back to the Reaganite stuff, um, the the very beginning of the movie, right? The like first first moments of the movie when they're like blowing up arcade equipment in a uh, in a warehouse, which also makes no sense. It's like, why in the fuck is this happening? Uh, but the 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 establishing shot of Detroit and they're just like flying into Detroit and it's like, Whoa, look at this. And it's, and it's just like, everything's on fire all over the city. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, what's, what the fuck is happening here? Uh, but yeah, just that, that scene is so like cartoonishly, cartoonishly Reaganite. Uh, I just, I don't know. I really do wish that in the movie they'd went and tried to go to go and make a an effort to close that close that loop and be like, oh, it's you know, it's actually not the it's like real estate developers that are doing this and not and not just like wild criminals operating for no real reason. They kind of they kind of do their best to to literally unclose the loop because they have the line about like uh about how they show that it was like because of like some complaint about unjust housing they don't go into any details at all but then like Mm -hmm. at the very end of the movie they're talking to uh sister fucker top dollar i already forgot his name Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm gonna keep calling him sister fucker um (laughs) no that's a good that's that's way more memorable than top dollar uh so sister fucker is there and he's he's talking about like some shit about the world is anarchy people have ideas and they become institutions and now we need to revel in the chaos and he's literally talking Mm -hmm. about his own his own racket as like this has become Mm -hmm. an institution we need to burn down my own shit now (laughs) (laughs) and uh like I mean, I settled. I see where he's coming from. I, I and I can't help but say that I uh, I 100% agree. Um, we should be lighting fires randomly all throughout the city, and the fact that you're not doing <laughs> that uh, kind of reflects poorly on you, listener. <laughs> yeah, so true, <laughs> so true. Yeah, Top Dollar is like such a confusing character, just because he's like, oh yeah, we've got. Uh, he does that whole speech where he's just like, yeah, so we've like built up. Um, well, uh, we gotta, we've gotta go ahead and take this ideology that we've built up and, uh, and a specter uh, has been haunting Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) And now we need to, we need to take it down. We need to take it down. We need to, we need to burn the field so that we can, so we can grow again, basically. Right. Uh, this kind of like very odd incoherent nihilism yeah and i i (laughs) love watching it because it's just so 
it's so like dumb guy nihilism, right? Yeah. <laughs> like somebody, somebody's never thought about it for like more than ten seconds. He's like, yeah, we're gonna bring anarchy to the to the streets because uh, yeah. we because uh you know uh, we're too entrenched right now we need to we need to take our institution and level it so we can do we can go ahead and grow it let me lick my sister <laughs> uh just like bruh that really is a recurring theme on a lot of these edgelord movies that we're going to notice is just the the general concept of like having a scenery chewing villain who's like really really fucking hamming it up but when you actually listen to the words it's word salad it just doesn't make any fucking sense yeah and that's that's it, i love it every time i see it it's my favorite type of villain mm-hmm. kind that just thinks they're making a point and isn't <laughs> yeah like my boss at the last place i worked it was great hell yeah what about your boss at the yeah. current place you work oh uh not like that at all not chewing the scenery every day not chewing the scenery. <laughs> uh, in fact, we make fun of my old boss a lot. Cool. <laughs> we talk about how shitty my old boss was. It's great. Awesome. I, I you ever have a boss that will just start talking like Sephiroth for no fucking reason? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was working. So I was working at this uh, coffee shop, right? And... Uh, <laughs> and the, the owner was there uh, doing some food prep stuff. And, uh, I <laughs> was hanging out and was like, you know, I just really am starting to understand more how to like relate with these like rich people. Right. You know, cause, um, cause, like, and first off, this is a guy who owns, owns multiple businesses. Literally right? having a revelation that he should be a worse person. In this <laughs> Yeah, he's he's like, you know, back when I was like, you know, working lines and kitchens and stuff, this shit was like, you know, I was always just like, oh, these fucking richy riches, uh, they're fucking ding dongs, uh, you know, they they can't relate. But now that I'm becoming one of them, I, uh, you know, I get it. I'm I'm on their team now, <laughs> and and he was just like talk. And he's like I'm on team capitalist, and I and you know was talking to me about it as some some shitty wagey, right? Yeah, and uh, amazing barista. I'm you know I'm gonna gas myself a little bit. One of the better baristas out there, okay? Oh, yeah, but you know still just a shitty wagey, right? And he's like you know don't you get it? And I'm like no. Nah. No, I don't. I don't get it. I, I don't understand. Like, I understand how you think I should understand, because you're in your own little fucking world. But I don't get it. And, uh... But yeah, you know, motherfucker would be, like, just talking talking that shit. Being like, being like, yeah, you know, things are changing, and I'm, and I, I'm getting it, and capitalism cool, and I'm just like, bruh. <laughs> bruh, bruh, bruh. Yeah. Like, the type of you know? shit that, like, people without any real problems start thinking. Because the, mo- the moment yeah. you, uh, like, just naturally, I think this is, like, an important survival instinct people tend to have, is, like, the the instinct of saying, uh, oh, my problems are the most important in the entire world. And when you mm-hmm. when you have, like, actual problems, then, like, yeah, you should be taking care of your own shit. But then at a certain point, your problems are, like... My employees aren't respecting me, and then the the problem is <laughs> you at that point. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's the children who are wrong. <laughs> it's so funny, like, even, like, it applies to so many things, too, like, the, the genre of comedy that's become just, this is just what stand-up comedy is now, is uh, telling a joke that nobody laughs at, and then complaining about mm-hmm. it, about how no one can take a joke anymore, because you're fucking bad at telling jokes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody understands my humor anymore. <laughs> it's certainly not me. I'm not out of touch. Who is the guy? I'm Jeff it's Dunham. Like... I've got a I've got a I've got a puppet on stage that is so in in such poor taste. Jeff Dunham's a good example. There was what was the guy? It's like a British guy. Uh not Ricky Gervais. Gervais, however the fuck however the fuck he is. Um, I don't know. So just, uh, just uh, you didn't say it British enough. British. Ricky That's how you say it. Yeah. Um, but it's like literally, I was watching this stand-up. I wish I could remember the name of the guy so that people could go and uh, send death threats to his house. Um, but uh, <laughs> this guy, British guy, well known. <laughs> We're keeping it in. Uh, <laughs> um, the uh, they like start their whole act off with this monologue about how some of these jokes might be offensive, and uh, <laughs> back in my day, people would come to the show and they'd laugh at these. Knowing that it's not, re- it's a joke. It's for laughing at. <laughs> Can't do a fucking fake British accent at all. But then he he like talks himself up so bad about how subsur- subversive he was going to be, and I, I don't even remember uh, any of his jokes. It's all like knock knock, who's oh. there? AIDS. It's <laughs> like his entire bit. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> what a good joke. Well uh yeah his bitch is suck his like his actual act was the fucking worst on the planet i've ever seen it was so funny (laughs) (laughs) uh you know i just it's it's funny to see like dave chappelle do that my favorite british comedian dave chappelle yeah um to tell jokes like that you know yeah yeah you know what have been a really funny joke What's that? If I actually did apply for that job on uh, Stephen Crowder's <laughs> ITT. I, <would> <laughs> I, 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 was, I was actually really hoping you were going to do it. I'm, I, maybe. I, I should have. Like yeah, maybe. I mean, like, you shouldn't have, but also, <laughs> like, yeah, you should have, you know? I should have been really funny. Yeah. I don't know. I, like I hate to be I hate to be that person but like also but also people should do the funniest thing that they can you're, at any given time. You no, know, you're so right. <laughs> yeah. I you know, I just don't think that there's anything worth not making a joke out of and that includes our own lives so (laughs) that would be a really good bit to go to a yeah minimum security prison for about five years (laughs) (laughs) you're right (laughs) a wackity i love it uh i love slapstick humor and that's why i uh you know will have uh occasionally slapped people when they've done something wrong yeah did you use a stick yeah. when you slapped him or no? 
Uh, it did not stick. My hand was uh, was not. Damn. I, guess... I didn't even have to powder it. Actually, my hands just not clammy enough. Wow. Know? That's yeah. That's impressive. You got dry hands up there. I guess. I got dry hands. Got... In in beautiful in beautiful Washington. Got dry got hands. Dry hands. Turn blonde in the sun. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh God. All right. Are we feeling are we feeling pretty wrapped up or you got more to say about the movie and stuff? Uh I don't I don't know. I feel like we touched on most of the high points. I don't know how long we're I gonna make so, these too. things. Um how long have we been going? A period of time, I guess. Uh, yeah. You got anything else to add? I mean probably like a we've probably been going like an hour, honestly. Shit. Yeah. Hot damn. Uh here's something I wanted to show out uh, the special effects in the movie. Um, especially, oh, yeah. uh, like I think everyone top notch jobs all around Jim Moyer, weapon specialist. Great job. Great job. <laughs> Excellent. <work>. No notes. <laughs> no notes. <laughs> I gotta go Google the name of the movie now and see, see why they didn't do any reshoots. <laughs> yeah, well, why did they do any reshoots? Let's, uh, let's go find out. Oh, oh no. <laughs> did you, did you know? Oh no! Oh no! Do you know Brandon Lee died in the making of this movie? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> that really—I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't release this episode. <laughs> uh, it's okay. What are, what's what's the worst that could possibly happen? Well, what's the worst that could happen? We go to hell. What is someone gonna get mad? What we go to hell and we come back as the crow? Yeah, come back as God. <laughs> Oh no! Oh. I already wear enough black clothing. Okay, uh, it'll. I'll be fine. I'll be fine, except for during those during those rough Texas summers, you wear all black and you uh, you pass out from heat exhaustion. <laughs> That'll do that, yeah. yeah. Uh, unless you got all that uh, ranch water. Yeah, ranch the sponsor water. of this show, <laughs> ranch water, coursing through my veins <laughs> while I drive on the freeway. Drive down seventy five, taking a sip of ranch water. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great time. Not gonna lie. Uh, you know, I'm Move like five into... feet in thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> very into driving, uh, driving in stop and go traffic, <laughs> wasted out of my. <laughs> If you are going to There's drink and drive, bad, that should be the when you do it. Is when you're in stop and go traffic and you're going like five miles per hour tops, and then you uh, also have a big bag of like cheesy poofs next to you, and you can eat that and sober up. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what's the worst is going to happen? Is you get a little, you get a little, a, a little fender bender every ten <laughs> seconds. Who cares? You know. Well, if you that's it, what they're there for. You know what? You know what happens if you get a little fender bender is you you get out and you uh, you exchange ranch waters with the driver in front of you and you just fucking chill out and it's not a big deal, you know. Yeah, and then you tongue kiss. <laughs> and maybe it's your sister, and there you go. And, <laughs> you become the guy from the sister. crow, and you start burning things down all over town. That's how you become top dollar. <laughs> <laughs> top dollar, the sister kisser. <laughs> Oh God! All right, Brian, you got anything to shout out? You want anything to be associated with this fucking recording? Uh, I mean, you know, hey, uh, I'm, uh, I I make jokes on the on the internet. Um, yeah, yeah, Brian Trash. Just Google me. I don't know. You'll probably find something. Yeah. I don't think I think I got pretty good SEO. I don't think anybody else calls themselves Brian Trash. No, I don't think uh, so either. Beautiful thing. 
It's also a very good pun because I keep thinking brain trash when I see it. Yeah, true, 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 true. Uh, you can connect with me. I, on LinkedIn. I also like uh, B trash. B trash is good. B trash is good. Yeah, LinkedIn. Yeah. Check me out on LinkedIn. Check, check me out B-trash. on LinkedIn. Uh, any prospective employers listening to this episode? Uh, also, if you would like to join the live studio audience for these recordings, of which there is currently uh, one member. Uh, <laughs> please feel free to stop by my Discord server. I have no easy way to find it, so you're going to have to track me down and send me a DM for an invite. I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. <laughs> that's, just, no, that's just how it is. Uh, we got a we got a Discord server. It's hard to find. It's hard to we find. Don't sell hats. That's how God wanted it to be. So that is how God wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't sell hats. That's another. That's another very good point. Yeah. Yet. Alrighty. Well, you know how you end ed- edging, Brian, right? Uh. Give us a little bit, a little, right <laughs> a little cum right into the microphone. <laughs> you want to? You want? You want a little bit? Just a little bit. <laughs> there we go. That's 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 what you get. Uh, you can check me out on Fansly for longer moments. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good night, everyone. Uh, Goodbye. Good night, everyone, and good luck.